Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's seven minutes after three o'clock at 610 WTVN. John Corby with Joe Bradley. And it is the big Wednesday hump day radio program. Well, I have a story that... uh, those of you who barbecue may enjoy, may not enjoy. Uh, and some good news. I always like to try to find some, and it's becoming more difficult. Uh, the bees are bouncing back from colony collapse disaster. And uh, new Air Force One planes that the government set to buy were uh, once headed to Russia to an airline. And uh, be careful about trashing people that you hire to work for you. I'll leave it at that. And uh, so we are ready to rock and roll here. Our half-off hump day deal today is the Wizard World Columbus 2017. It's at the uh, Greater Columbus Convention Center, and it's uh, this this week and weekend, 4th, 5th, and 6th of August at the uh, Greater Columbus Convention Center, Comic-Con, and... uh, Jerry is uh, associated with that and is here to talk to us. Jerry, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, I appreciate you being involved in it. Uh, tell, this sounds like uh, a lot going on. <laughs> Why don't you give me some of the highlights of what uh, what this is and what's going to be happening this weekend? Sure. Well, Wizard World, Com- Wizard World Comic Con Columbus, it's our seventh year here in the city, and it's a pop culture celebration. So it's everything in the world of movies and television and art and science fiction and comics and cosplay, people dressing up in their favorite uh, costumes, WWE. I mean, whatever you love about pop culture, yeah. you can celebrate it with like-minded folks at our show. Yeah, and you're going to have uh, people who actually start in some of these, uh, some of these uh, events and movies, right? We do. In fact, we have some celebrities who have never been to our shows before and have never been to our Columbus show before, like, Catherine Tate from Doctor Who, Kate Beckinsale oh, wow. from Underworld, uh, David Tennant also from Doctor Who, uh, AJ Styles from WWE. So it's, it's a combination of folks who you might have seen at some shows before, but, you know, first time for a lot of them in Columbus. Yeah, I guess my, uh, and, and uh, Jerry, don't think I'm a fool for saying this, but my biggest exposure to these Comic-Con things is uh, Big Bang Theory, because those guys that- always go. And that's great. I mean, what, what they're celebrating and what people have loved about that show is that they love and they celebrate geekdom. Yeah. And the fact that a show like that can permeate throughout all parts of, you know, all kinds of demographics love that show. And that's a reflection of the fact that people love all different things in pop culture. And we hope that we have a little bit of everything for, for fans of the event. Okay. And uh, you also have things for, uh, for kids to do, right? And they're free. Kids 10 and under are yeah, free. Absolutely. Kids 10 and under are free all three days. And on Saturday and Sunday especially, we have full programming for kids from the opening right to the end. We have a kids' costume contest both days. Saturday and Sunday starts at 2 o'clock. 
There's a lot of artists who have special stuff for the kids. We have a whole kids zone where there's face painting and balloon art and stuff just going on all day for the kids. So it's a it's an opportunity for families to come out, have a great time, and have something going on for everyone. Yeah, it sounds sounds great. And what are the hours on this uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? Sure, we go Friday four to nine, so we have the evening session on Friday. Saturday we go ten to seven, and Sunday ten to four. And the VIPs, if you're a VIP member, you can get in a half hour early on Saturday and Sunday and skip some of those lines because uh, if you get here at ten o'clock on Saturday, it'll, it'll take a little while to get in with the lines, but right. uh, it's it's definitely worth it. Okay, and uh, you have a after hours events too, a Wizard World costume party. Tell me about that. We do. We have a costume party going on. We, we like to do events um, on Friday and Saturday. So on Saturday evening, we're going to have a costume party. So this is in addition to our regular costume contest that we have. And following that, people have an opportunity to, to attend the party. And you don't have to wear a costume, but it's always fun. And on Friday night, we have a drink and draw. So it's, an, it's a pro-am. So whether you've never drawn anything but, but six figures or you're an accomplished artist, okay. we want fans to come out and have a good time at that and just kind of interact with people. And there's some, some fun prizes, writers, artists, everyone. All right. So right now uh, at 610WTVN.com, you can get uh, uh, Comic-Con uh, voucher, uh, $55 for a half price. And uh, is this good for uh, for one day or two days or what's it good for? Yeah, I'm not sure which deal we're doing, but anything that's a half price deal on our show is a great deal. Okay. Uh, normally, normally tickets are seventy five for the weekend. Okay. Uh, Fifty five could be a single day, it's probably okay. a, a Saturday well, or a Sunday. Yeah, probably one day. Half price deal. Yeah, it's a half price deal from that fifty five. Yeah, so that's a really good deal. We hope that people take advantage of that, and even if it means coming out Friday, checking it out, yeah. seeing what it's like. Maybe you want to come back another day. Okay. Uh, listen, uh, Jerry, thanks so much for being a part of this. Thank you, and good. we uh, hope to see everybody out next uh, Friday, this this coming Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Man, good luck this weekend. Thank you. It is uh, Wizard World Comic Con Columbus, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and now you can get a uh, uh, a pass, half price. Uh, it's a $55 deal uh, for half price at 610WTVN.com, and um, sounds, like a, sounds like it would be a good deal. Uh, Joe, you, I know you, you barbecue, and smoke things and all that stuff i cooked on the grill last night as well. did you really i did chicken wings well if you happen to have seen anybody a 1700 pound barbecue pit atop a two-wheel trailer traveling down a street and well this happens to be albuquerque new mexico uh with ashes and smoke billowing out of the back (laughs) uh daniel morgan the proprietor of pepper's old-fashioned barbecue would like you to give him a heads up Somebody stole a man's grill? While he was actually cooking and smoking. The uh, thief took a black and red 200-gallon smoker from his restaurant's parking lot between midnight and 5 a.m. on Sunday. The smoker was cooking up a batch of brisket when (laughs) when it was taken. And Morgan said, what on God's earth do you think they would want with it? Well, they wanted to eat it is probably what they wanted to do first. Yeah. And then maybe use it later to cook some more. Well, later he was wondering if the person or people responsible got a whiff of the meat smell. He said, you know what? He said, I wouldn't be surprised. Morgan said most of the meat the restaurant serves is prepared in an indoor barbecue pit and uses the custom-built apparatus he uses that for catering gigs, but replacing the $5,800 smoker, 
And the trailer it's sitting on when it was stolen will be a stretch. Uh, Peppers was featured in the May uh, May on the Cooking show, Channel show Big Bad Barbecue Brawl, which uh, is even more appropriate now, I guess. He said that he saw an uptick in business as a result of the appearance, but that saving enough to buy a replacement smoker will be a challenge. Yeah, it probably cost four or five thousand bucks. Yeah, he said uh, fifty eight hundred dollars yeah, with the tra- with the trailer. Man, oh man. Yeah, and he said he is considering launching a crowdfunding page to help cover the cost of the replacement, but he's holding off for now. We're just going to let people know that we'll take prayers before money. That's what we need most of all. His own security footage. Didn't capture the theft, but he's hoping cameras on nearby businesses caught a glimpse of the vehicle pulling away with the smoker. So they just, they just backed in, hooked it hooked up, it and, up and, went. and went. He said, I felt like someone wow. had stolen my bike when I was 10 years old. When that happened, Morgan said, he cried to his mother and threw a hissy fit. I was mad at the world. His mother is gone now. And again, he finds himself disgusted when somebody took something like that that wasn't theirs. You know, I bet that probably happens more than you would imagine. It because might. a lot of those big uh, barbecues and, and smoker outfits are, you know, yeah. they're big enough that and people take them to different events like, you yeah. know, fairs or, you know, jazz and rib fest, arts festival, whatever. I mean, you know, you you pop the lock off the, uh, the, the trailer hitch, hook it to the throat on the ball and it's gone. Well, and he would That's be, unfortunate. you know, and if he's, if he was smoking some, some ribs or something, I mean, you wouldn't sit there necessarily with right. it all night. No, no. Well, you, you wouldn't think, well, you'd have to worry well, about it while you're using it. No, no, not while it's, while it's, it's got, you know, fire in it. I guess if you were thieving, you, you don't care. No, you don't you know, care. As long as you can grab it, you well, do. Well, I mean, wow. you wouldn't steal it for the meat. So, I, I mean, would you steal it and then try to sell it? Um, maybe just use it. Well, yeah, maybe. I mean, you know, it's a pretty nice setup, it sounds like. It's five grand. I yeah. mean, it's probably a pretty decent setup. Just take it home and park it in your backyard. Put it in your backyard and uh, have uh, have fun. And I mentioned the one good news story I saw today, and it's really probably the only one out there. Well, it's always good to have some positive news, John. Well, first this year, you can. You're right. What is this? August? Yeah, it's August now. It's about time for some good news. Well, the number of U.S. honeybees and a critical component, of course, to agricultural production, rose in 2017. I can vouch for that. The bees do seem to be back. Do they? Yes. And. Uh, Deaths of the insects attributed to the mysterious malady that's been affecting hives in North America and Europe declined, according to the Department of Agriculture. The number of commercial U.S. honeybee colonies rose 3% to 2.89 million as of April 1st, 2017. Compared with a year earlier, the Agriculture Department reported and the number of hives lost to colony collapse disorder a uh, phenomenon we've been, you know, hearing about and bees disappearing that raised concerns among farmers and scientists for a decade was uh, 84,430 in this year's first quarter. That's down 27%. So still more than two-thirds of beekeepers said uh, mites were harming their hives. And with pesticides and other factors still stressing bees, the overall increase is largely the result of constraint replenishment of losses it doesn't sound so, good to have mites on your hive. No. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't like that. Well, you, and you you really can't, there's nothing you could spray on them because it would kill the bees. Right, and you don't want that. No. Uh, you create new hives by breaking up your stronger hives, which just makes them weaker. So Tim May, a beekeeper in 
Harvard, Illinois. Uh, we check for mites. We keep our bees well fed. We communicate with farmers so they don't spray pesticides when our hives are vulnerable. I don't know what else we can do. Yeah, the uh, they, you know they're saying pesticides may be a problem. They don't know. They have no idea. Uh, why this colony collapse Gotta happened. have the bees because we got to have the honey. Yeah. And, Love the honey. Well, and pollinating fruit trees yeah, and everything else and they do. Everything that we you know, agriculturally consume, it's uh, it's bees. 610 WTVN. Almost eight months after President Donald Trump first criticized the multi-billion dollar plan to buy two new 747s to be Air Force One and its backup, the uh, commander-in-chief is close to getting a new deal and the ironic twist is the 747s that will be modified to become the president's fleet were once scheduled to be part of a Russian airline. We're still working toward a deal to provide two 747-8s to the Air Force, said uh, Caroline Hutchinson, uh, Boeing spokeswoman. The uh, deal's focused on providing a great value for the Air Force and the best price for the taxpayer. That price is still being finalized officially the cost of a new 747-8 is just under $390 million, though, you know, in this case, the price of buying the planes themselves is likely to be much lower. What's unclear is how much these planes will cost taxpayers after they've been modified so they can have the latest communications and defense capabilities. We're in the uh, final stages of coordination of a potential deal, said a spokesman for the Air Force. At this point, we have no further comment, and the irony of the deal is the two planes involved were once sold to the bankrupt Russian airline Transaero. They were originally ordered in 2013, but Transaero never took delivery. So after Boeing built the planes, they were put in storage at a small airport in the Mojave Desert. That airport's boneyard is where many former commercial airplanes are stored because the dry climate keeps the planes from suffering corrosion. Uh, in other words, the Air Force will be getting two nearly new 747s that have never been in service and will immediately be ready for modification. Now to be able to get a decent deal on those. Yeah. That's... They're leftovers. Well, yeah, they're sitting <laughs> in a boneyard somewhere. Uh, that modification done to Air Force specs, Secret Service specs, and White House military specs is uh, where many of the costs related to the new Air Force One and its backup uh, come into play. And uh, Boeing is building a brand new 747 Air Force One for future presidents. But costs are out of control, Trump said in December. More than $4 billion cancel the order. And his uh, tweet caused shares of Boeing to plunge as investors feared the White House. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Start meddling in other military contracts involving involving Boeing, but uh, apparently they're going to get a deal on these since uh, they were you know, ordered by a Russian company that's now bankrupt. Uh, coming up, uh, what do we have coming up? We've got uh, a uh, trashed air wedding photographer over a $125 fee, and now it's going to cost him a million bucks. We'll get to that coming up. News Radio 610 WTVN. Well, as you heard uh, Scott mention in uh, our news, the uh, 
The Dow opened over 22,000, is now 22,004. And uh, here to talk about that is uh, Greg Taylor, Legacy Retirement Group. Greg, uh, how you been, bud? Great, John. Good. Uh, how significant is uh, 22,000 for the stock market, the Dow? Well, that's huge. I mean, it's it's amazing. And, of course, uh, one of the big contributors to this 22,000 is uh, Apple. You know, right. Apple is up about 5%, and that's really pushing up that, that value of the Dow. Yeah, how, uh, I mean, a stock like Apple, uh, why does it affect the market more than, than, say, another stock might? Well, you know, one of the things about Apple is, you know, it's, it's the things that we're using every day. I mean, right. how many people have that are listening have iPhones or iPads or, you know, uh, Apple computers? And so these are the things that are a part of our daily life. And, and Apple has just been, you know, an enormous stock, and it's been growing by leaps and bounds. And just saying that part of that sector has been doing really, really well right now. You know, we hear, uh, and I I think it might be more of a hangover from from 2008, because I remember 2008 and the stock market, I don't know, dropped to 6,700 or something like that, and now it's at 22,000. But, you know, we hear that, you know, people running commercials on this radio station and on TV saying, you ought to invest in gold and and, uh, other people, you know, get out of cash and and, and, uh, it. What do you? How should a normal person with, uh, say, a four hundred one k react, or should they react to twenty two thousand? Well, everybody needs to stay true to their core values and their and their core goals. So, someone that's not very comfortable with a lot of risk shouldn't just run out right now and take a lot of risk. Okay. Someone that has a long term goal for the next ten to fifteen years should stay true to those goals. Keep investing. Keep money, but you know, make sure that you're you're well balanced. Don't right. have too much in any one sector. Make sure you've got good asset allocation. But the closer you get to the point where you're no longer going to be working, that's when you really need to start rethinking your strategy a little bit and get a little more conservative. Absolutely, especially right now. There's people that are ultra conservative that are just now jumping back into the market from the big downturn of '08 and '09 because of all the buzz going on. Yeah. And certainly, the markets have done really well since the bottom out of '09. But now that we're at the top of the pile again, I'm not so sure it's a great time to start running out and purchasing when you're not used to a lot of risk. Yeah, well, I, you know, my 401k and <clears throat> and everybody else's took a hit when the uh, stocks uh, plunged in '08 and '09. And uh, I did what um, I I guess uh, I'd been been doing the entire time I've had it, I didn't do anything. I stayed right with it. So if somebody got out of the market then and went with, say, bonds, then they haven't experienced this growth, right? You're right. They've missed out on this rally. And and if if you're five years or more away from retirement, you can afford to go ahead and, and, and ride it out once you've experienced it. One of the big keys, John, I think a lot of people don't pay attention to is the relationship of the, their average return to the amount of risk they're taking and whether or not that's truly where they're comfortable. Because what happens is people are taking on a lot of times more risk than they're comfortable with, and when they suffer those losses, because they're not comfortable, they, they panic, they, they make a bad emotional decision, yeah. and ultimately that, that, that hurts them in the end. 
So if you're uh, five years or more away from retirement, you just uh, and you know you're comfortable with what you're doing. You just uh, just let it ride, right? You really do. And you want to make sure you're smart about it. You want to make sure that you're you're as efficient as you can with your risk. But if you're in a 401k, you're typically limited in options. Yeah. You don't want to just put it in a stable fund. You don't want to just put it in a target date fund. You like the 2020 fund or the 2025 fund. Get some help and have it allocated to where you've got true balance and you have true opportunities for growth. All right. Well, listen, uh, Greg, I appreciate uh, your time today. And uh, we're still at 22000 and something and uh, it may be a record day. I hope it continues. Yeah, me too. Uh, Greg Taylor, Legacy Retirement Group, 610 WTVN. Well, we talked to uh, Greg Taylor with Legacy Retirement Group about the stock market. And uh, it's due to close here. In uh, 12 minutes, we'll see if it closes above 22,000. Didn't get a chance to take a look at it today in history. Um, we'll uh, take a look at a few highlights. Uh, today is uh, August the 2nd. And in 1858, the first mailboxes in the United States were installed on the streets of uh, Boston and New York City. In uh, 1887, Roll Hodge received a patent for barbed wire. In, oh, he's the one. Yeah, he's the guy. Thanks a lot, Raul. Yeah, the cows thank you and the prisons thank you, yeah, too. I thank you from my childhood. Yeah. Uh, 1939, Albert Einstein penned a letter to President Franklin Roosevelt, the letter about the atomic bomb urging the U.S. to start researching atomic weaponry. Uh, this is kind of ironic. On this date, 1943, United States Navy PT-109 was rammed and sunk by a Japanese destroyer. Lieutenant John F. Kennedy was in command of the vessel, and one year, day, uh, one year later to the day, in 1944, Navy pilot Joseph P. Kennedy was killed when his plane exploded over the Belgian coast. Um, 1979 on this day, Major League Baseball catcher Thurman Munson died in a plane crash over Akron, Ohio. He was the American League's most valuable player, while with the Yankees in uh, 1976, and he was only 32. And this is kind of uh, kind of interesting. In 1984, Charles Schultz comic strip Peanuts was picked up by the Daily Times in Portsmouth, Ohio, and it became the first comic strip to appear in 2,000 newspapers. Uh, in 1995, Hurricane Aaron reached the shores of Vero Beach, Florida, storm blamed for 11 deaths, and in uh, 2000, the Republican Party nominated Texas Governor George W. Bush to lead their 2000 presidential uh, nomination at the party's convention. Dick Cheney was also ratified as Bush's running mate. So those are some of the highlights. Well, an autumn affair at the Petroleum Club in downtown Dallas. The uh, union of a full-time beauty blogger and the love of her life appeared to be a gorgeous thing marred by one misfortune. Um, subscribe to the Post Must Reads newsletter, compelling stories you can't afford to miss. Three months after the ceremony, in front of a local television crew, Andrew and Neely Moldavan showed off a box of empty picture frames. The photographer was withholding the images, they told NBC affiliate KXAS, in January of 2015, and was demanding an extra $150 when they'd already paid thousands. 
It's heartbreaking because, you know, these are our memories, Neely said, and many agreed. Uh, The Daily Mail, a few days later, headlined, Wedding Photographer Holds Couples Pictures Hostage. Moldovan sympathizers descended on the photographer. Andrea Polito's review pages calling her a scam artist or worse. Her reputation was ruined, her business dried up, and she closed her studio. And then the story changed. Polito sued the Moldavans, claiming all they ever had to do to get their glossies was fill out a form, choose options for their wedding album, and pay a small charge that they had long known about. Well, that doesn't seem like that big a deal. Why didn't they just do it? Well, I mean, you know, what they had to do was, I guess, fill out a form. and Say which kind they wanted. What size pictures and, you know, how they want them in the album, if she was going to do that for them. And uh, she said it was uh, $125. Um, and and uh, they, they'd known about it. And uh, on Friday, a jury in Dallas decided that the tale of the ransom wedding photos was not heartbreaking and not even true. In fact, the jurors concluded the accusations amounted to malicious defamation for which the Moldavans should pay the photographer more than $1 million in damages. Yeah, apparently there were emails that, uh, you know, where the the photographer and her employees told the people, like, look, we're, we're trying to help you here. All you have to do is fill out the form. We'll get it taken care of. Yeah. They didn't want to do that. No. They, they figured they'd... We're going to exact some social justice on you. Yep. Well, it backfired in your face, and I'm glad it did. Yep. They haven't commented on the verdict, which they can still challenge. Neely McDolvin did not mention it to her thousands of followers in her latest blog post, which concerned post-pregnancy poor troubles. Uh, But Polito, who hopes the jury's decision will help her rebuild a ruined career, uh, was happy with her share of uh, her version of the saga with the Washington Post. And after more than a decade in the wedding photography business, she said her studio was booked every weekend months in advance with couples from the poshest parts of Dallas and its suburbs when the uh, future Mrs. Moldavan opened an order in early 2014. She uh, struck Polito as friendly, a fairly typical client, a 30-something Dallas lifestyle and a beauty blogger. Uh, she and Polito worked out a schedule for engagement, rehearsal, and wedding shots in the months ahead. Afterward, Polito said she warned her studio manager, she's a blogger, make sure everything looks perfect. And, and, the one, and the woman actually wrote, we're hoping our story makes the news and completely ruins her business. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a mistake. You write that in a blog. <laughs> yeah, smart. That's, um, that's, yeah, and you just wonder, I, what was really going on there? I mean, did... Did she want to make news for her blog? Is yes. that what she was trying to do? Well, uh, she made the uh, wrong kind of news, I guess, for her blog, and uh, now she owes a, a million dollars. And uh, we've we've mentioned this before that, um, um, well, this is many, many moons ago in the uh, early 90s. Uh, they came on with a bulletin from ABC News that Bob Hope was dead. And, um, you know, playing thanks for the memories. And uh, then one of his daughters called ABC and said, well, he's having breakfast at his home in Palm Springs right now. I'm looking at him. And so they had to pull that off. Well, 
Same thing has happened to Prince Phillips. Uh, on a day Prince Philip marked his final public engagement, uh, he's getting out of that, and he figures he's done enough. The Daily Telegraph accidentally published an incomplete article online announcing the death of the Duke of Edinburgh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the full-length article, which has since been taken down, appeared on the newspaper's website on Wednesday after Prince Philip, 96, was due to carry out his 22,219th solo engagement. The Duke, uh, the longest-serving consort to a monarch in British history, has died at the age of XX, Buckingham Palace had announced. Uh, Prince Philip, whom the Queen described as her strength and stay during her record-breaking reign, passed away, and then they have X's for the, uh, the date. And for over 65 years, Prince Philip has been... Uh, Unwavering presence alongside Britain's longest-serving monarch, the consummate consort and royal representative. So they they go on and uh, well, that'd be kind of freaky if you saw that yourself, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Because you know, you'd be looking at it going, "Well, I'm not dead. I don't think I'm dead." Yeah, unless maybe you're still here when you're dead. Phillips has given Philip has given five thousand four hundred ninety-six speeches, written fourteen books, and gone on six hundred thirty-seven solo visits overseas, and on and on and on. And, uh, yeah, it's probably one of those things where, I mean, they have this stuff prepared ahead of time for famous people, and somehow it ended up in the uh, in the uh, electronic version of that newspaper. Uh, it's time of year for vacays, and uh, a story about uh, uh, tourist traps, or touristy roadside attractions, if you will. Not necessarily traps. And uh, I don't know if you've been to any of those. Maybe you're just driving somewhere and you see a sign and you decide to pull in. And I uh, want to talk about it. 821-WTBN, 1-800-610-WTBN. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.